You are listening to BNI Energy, the Giver's Game podcast with Amanda Rose and Tess Day. It is time for our BNI podcast interview, and this week we're joined by Keenan Hawkins of Gary Blinds and Furnishings. And one of the topics that we want to know a lot about today when we speak to Keenan is his experience or his touch with martial arts. But you're going to have to stick around and wait to hear about that because before we get there, Keenan, welcome. We've got Amanda with us as well today. Obviously, it's the Amanda and Tess podcast on BNR Energy. Um, so, welcome. Yeah, good morning, Tess. Good morning, Amanda. Pleased to be here. Oh, it's a pleasure to have you, Keenan. We're really excited. And um, yes, you chose the martial arts category. So um, looking forward to hearing all about your experience there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Keenan, tell us a little bit about you. Um, you know, a little few things about maybe background, where you've come from before we get to what you actually do for your daily grind. Cool, yeah, no problem at all. Um, so I stay in Old Meldrum in Aberdeenshire. Uh, I've got uh, my wife, Claire, who just celebrated our 10-year wedding anniversary last Friday there. Ooh, uh, we've got uh, two kids, Callie and Kyle. Uh, Kyle's just turned 12 and Callie is soon to turn 14. Um, we've got a part-time dog. My uh, my wife's stepdad is working part-time at the moment, and during this uh, this time with the, uh, the kids being off the school and things, we are getting a dog sitting half the time, which is you know great fun for them and great yeah. fun for the dog as well. Saves him sitting on his own. Um, that's so that's that's what we are doing at the moment. Uh, my history is I actually joined the joined our company, Geary Blinds and Furnishings, way back in August of 2004. As just a, just a young lad, fresh out of the army, looking for a job to do. Uh, my my old boss, uh, Kenny, he retired back in the end of September 2012. And me being the longest serving fitter there was given the opportunity to buy him out, which me and Claire did. Uh, so that's us come up to eight years now, uh, working for myself and thoroughly enjoying it, even though obviously, like anything, it's got some uh, ups and downs, uh, tremendous highs and also some sleepless nights as well, which I'm sure everyone can relate to. Yeah, especially now. So, Keenan, has the business changed quite a bit since you guys took over? Um, I think, I think to be honest, I think maybe I'm a wee bit more driven than uh, than what Kenny was towards the end. I think he'd uh, he'd been doing it for twenty five years uh, on his own, and uh, you know he was he was happy just uh, kind of puddling along. Whereas um, I think since I've taken it on, I've either naively or fearlessly taking on a few kind of bigger projects. Uh, I'm more inclined to get involved in commercial works now, which is something we tended to, we tended to do them if they were offered, but we never actively looked out, looked them out. Whereas I, I get a thrill out of the big challenging jobs. I like to push myself and see, uh, let's, let's see what I can actually do rather than just doing the, the day to day stuff. Uh, so it's fun, you know, to that end, we have grown the business. We've got more staff now, um, and, we, and as, I say, as I say, we take on more jobs, more challenging jobs, more technical jobs as well. 
Um, so we do a fair bit of uh, you know blinds and things with home automation. So you could be sitting in a, a, a beach in uh, Australia or South Africa and decide that you want to open your your blinds in your kitchen all the way from there and press a button on your phone and off it goes. No, um, awesome. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. That's the things you can do now. I mean, obviously, you can control the whole thing through your, your Alexa, through your, your smartphone. Uh, and the you know, funny thing is, is, you know, people love a gadget and it is just yeah. another gadget. Wow, that's um, awesome. I want to just go to Australia now and get some blinds so I can just <laughs> test it out. <laughs> I have a vision like you know you get in some of these comedies where somebody presses the button and all the blinds everything starts going on and off and it's a bit crazy and you're so far away there's nothing you can do Hocus Pocus you've seen that film yeah exactly yeah yeah something yeah, like that. Uh, yeah. yeah no, as I say it, it's you know there's a serious note to it as well I mean we uh, we have a laugh about that but absolutely fantastic for clients that are, are disabled or, sure. or struggle. Um, and certainly, uh, there's a few maybe less mobile or elderly patients, and they, they're able to sit in their bed and they can open their curtains, you know? That's so they don't, have, they, don't have to, they don't have to have the, the daily struggle. I mean, it's been brought home to me recently. My, my nana, unfortunately, is in, in a hospital waiting to get out. She had a fall and broke her hip. Which is uh, which is ninety three now, and she's not as mobile as she mm. once was. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean things like that. Uh, I totally can see that. Whilst it's a great fun gadget for for us uh, younger folks, there's definitely a a serious side to it as well, where it can really be uh, useful. And, you know, mm. make a difference to someone's life. Yeah, it sounds like it could be life changing. As you've given that example. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Yeah, even though we were joking about it, it's something that um, everyone can use, which is wonderful. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. It's, it's something yeah. everyone can use, and it's something that's you know a small minority of the population. You know, it, you know, it could make a massive difference for them. Yeah, um, not just a little so yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's something that we've uh, you know, sort of pushed on more with. Again, I mean, perhaps that's a generational thing, where it's uh, you know, my old gaffer. He would have supplied it, and he would have fitted it if it was, you know, if it was push come to shove. But you know, uh, people of a certain age maybe aren't as comfortable with technology, uh, and will avoid it if given opportunity. Whereas we've we've uh, aimed to embrace it, yeah. and uh, I think the same could be said for the, the kind of the, the flooring side of the business as well. Um, you know, we we we've always fitted, you know, people's living room carpets, kitchen vinyls, things like that. Uh, and again, perhaps it's uh, maybe me just being a bit, uh, a bit naive, a bit young and fearless with some of the things when I started. I mean, bear in mind, when I started up myself, I was still only in my mid-twenties. Were you? Know? <laughs> yeah, so I think, you know, the, the, there is an attitude at, at that kind of age. Ah, let's just have a go. What's the worst that could happen? And, you know, I suppose fortune does favour the brave sometimes. So, and again, you know, taking on taking on more more uh, challenging products, working with materials that are less less of this uh, day-in, day-out stuff. Um, and uh, I suppose these things pay off. Um, yeah. And that's that really, isn't it? So, I mean, I've been, you know, TikTok has really taken off and I watch it like my guilty pleasure every now and again. And what I've come across is a couple of people who actually show you how to tile certain areas and I was blown away with how 
it's it's an art form it's an absolute art form and it's a it's a skill that is it looks so easy but i mean it's measurements it's patterns it's shapes i mean the way you have to cut tiles around certain things as well do you enjoy that that part of the job keenan uh, i enjoy planning it and i enjoy fitting it until all goes wrong there's none of us superheroes and i think if anybody in the world said they'd ever they'd ever gone through uh a week at work and not made one little boo-boo at some point mm. or other, they, they would either be Superman or a liar. And I don't know very many supermen. I do know a few liars. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. but no, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, that's the beauty of it. You know, it's something that's challenging. I mean, you know, you can, you can look at a job and you think, you know, how long is that going to take? And you can put a best guess to it. But, I mean, a sim simple example of that is if you're using flooring tiles and you've got a you know a nice big square room. I mean, literally, I could fit a twenty you know a twenty square meter living room probably twice as quick as what you could fit a bathroom with fussy fussy little uh, corners and nooks and and obviously there's you know toilet pans and uh, the bottom of the sink pedestal and all that to cut round. You know, it's uh, it is it's time consuming and it, getting that across to your customers when you know they look at your the, the pricing of it and they say, well, how can a bathroom Cost almost as much as a living room. It's a quarter of the size. Like yeah, but it's uh, three times the work. Yeah, that's um, interesting. But it is, yeah. it, as I say, I mean, usually people actually, you know, they can understand it once it's explained to them. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, those those are the kind of jobs that are more fun. Um, we once uh, we once uh, were fitting some floor in in a. A, a nice house and it had a, a, like a round a round room in it and a turret and things. Uh, and I remember that was one of the first uh, one of the first times I was uh, I was out learning stuff. I, I always remember this story because it confused the hell out of me to start with. <laughs> uh, I walked to the room and uh, I says, "Oh, where do we start with this?" And Kenny McGaffer just says, "Oh, we'll start in the corner." Because obviously a round room doesn't have a corner, does it? So. <laughs> No, it doesn't. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, it's simple things like that. Um, but I remember that room. I mean, again, we did a, a, a nice job. I guess, funny enough, down on D side as well. It was the the, the big church in a boring. Did a, a lot of floor in there as well. And that was another one. I didn't know where to start as such because mm. all the you know the stair noses and everything like that had to be sort of templated out and uh, you know sent away to the the manufacturers to especially bent into shape. And uh, you know, it's it's great, great, great to be learning these things and yes. uh, and seeing how it goes. And, and I think that's one of the one of the important things, certainly in our trade, probably in all trades. If you've got a good teacher, you've got half the battle won before you even start. Sure, sure, and I'm sure Kenny um, would be really proud of what you and Claire are doing with the business now. I like, um, I like, to, I like to think so, definitely. Uh, yeah. With that said, I mean, he, he's still. Uh, he still takes a, bit, you know, a big interest. I speak to him at least once a month on the phone uh, before yeah. lockdown. That he always pops in when he's in Inverurie. And I was actually on the phone to him last week asking about, you know, how do I do this? Because uh, there's something cropped up that never cropped up in 16 years so far. And I thought, oh, he'll know. He goes, oh, <laughs> do you remember that? We did that in uh, Haddle House 25 years ago. I says, I was... Uh, I was only 11, 25 years ago, Kenny. I don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, we, were, you know, we were able to, 
you know, chat chat through it and things. And uh, yeah, that's the beauty of it. And, and he's uh, he's he's quite he's still got a wee bit of fire in the belly with some of these things. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, he's uh, he's desperate to come out and help us do this job when it when it comes off. I'm sure. Which, which I'm I'm glad for because yeah. uh, it means it means uh, when I get stuck or not sure what to do, it means I'm not the the adultiest adult in the room. Which yeah, is, it's oh, a, a, good, a good spot to be. <laughs> it really is. And Keenan, you know, you were talking about learning and everything. Do you do you in your team? Do you find that you're actually getting to that point now where you're bringing people in and you're starting to pass the skills on and keeping that that skill set alive and providing opportunities for younger people coming up? I, I certainly, I like to think so. Uh, it's it's quite funny actually. My senior fitter is actually was my apprentice. Um, so un- under me there's Jamie, uh, he's been with us, you know, a long time. Actually, he, he, was, he was with us under, under Kenny as well. He was my apprentice there. And then uh, when, 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 we, when we went ourselves, uh, we took Angie in as well. And Jamie taught Angie. So, so indirectly, she's, she's learned sort of, well, she learned directly from Jamie, who learned directly from me, if that makes sense. Then uh, it was a couple two years ago. Now uh, we decided we know we're really going to make a go of it and uh, try try and grow the business. And part of doing that is um, I I'm a great believer. If you want something right, you want people doing it your way. Mm. Uh, It's not to say that every single thing I do my way is the correct way, but if the whole staff is doing things one way then there's, uh, there's a good chance that somebody else is to jump into a job. They'll know, they'll know how it's being done, if that makes sense. Yeah, so yeah took that's a, great. Took on, uh, took on three youngsters at the same time, all kind of fresh from school. Uh, Stuart in the shop, and the idea is he's going to, he follows on underneath me, learning the sort of operational side of the business. Uh, there was you know, a lad that worked under Jamie, learning all the flooring side of it. And uh, young Kyle as well, Kyle McRitchie, he came on on board at the same time as well. And he works under Angie, learning all about the blinds, the curtains and the shutters and things. Uh, so, yeah, a great, great believer in uh, you know, passing it on. I mean, it's, it's actually it's a, tr- a big problem across the nation, really, but specifically to our trade, is there is simply there is not enough young apprentices coming in. Uh, and there's a few reasons for this. Unfortunately, in Scotland, if you want to go to college to learn floor laying, now you need to go to England. There's no courses left in Scotland for it. The last ones were up in Wick, and that was I suppose, eight or ten years ago. They finished. Um, so that's gone. Um, on top of that as well, the, we call them the big sheds. Uh, I won't use names that would be unprofessional, but the big, uh, big, uh, the big sheds, they no longer, they do not employ any floor layers at all. What they do is they subcontract it out. So they're getting 60, 70% of the work, the work to do, but they're not actually training anyone to do the work. So wow. what happens is the smaller independent family owned companies spend all this money to put, put the, the lads through their training and then they, the, the young lads are sort of encouraged to go and become self-employed fitters um, and then just subcontract themselves out to the, you know, to the highest bidder, which makes, you know, it makes, it makes for a, 
I mean, don't get me wrong, some of these uh, some of the self-employed fitters, I mean, we use them as well when, when we're at maximum capacity and can't keep up. There's lads that we use regularly and have done for years and will continue to do for years. They're, you know, not only great fitters, but they, you know, they've become great friends as well. And you absolutely can't blame them for what they've done. They're only trying to better themselves. But it does make it difficult for the trade because, you know, we then, we look at it this way. We've got an investment. We've got to put somebody through their time for five years gets to the end of it and you know they're off so yeah so, uh, oh well oh. let's hope this interview will help spur on some inspiration and mm. something moving you know but it's, it's uh, great that absolutely. you have the ability to bring people through and you know act as a mentor and absolutely that's yeah. it was as i say it's important it's important for us as a trade i mean ultimately if there's no uh, if there's no fitters there's no there's no flooring companies so mm-hmm. you know, we need we need the fitters as much as they need us, and uh, you know, as I say, keep on keep on uh, passing on the the, uh, the knowledge that picked up over time, and and uh, and giving giving young lads giving young lads and lassies a chance as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I mean, don't get me wrong; it's it's uh, it, it's not a, an easy career. You know, there's a lot to learn, and it is a heavy, heavy, heavy old job at times. But uh, it's a rewarding job as well. You know, you walk into a place in the morning, it's an empty shelf. You walk out in the evening and it's, you know, it's a home ready for somebody to go and live in. You know, carpets on the floor, you know, uh, you know, blinds and curtains on the window, furniture sitting in the rooms. To- totally different transformation than just a, a white painted box. That's wonderful. And you can definitely, um, it's been so nice to like hear more in depth about what you do because I personally didn't, didn't you know really think about all the different aspects Keenan um and lovely to hear that you're keeping the trade alive and bringing on you know bringing on young um you know people that are keen as well so yeah well done and you can hear yeah. your passion comes through when you're talking about it too so that's wonderful that's yeah. absolutely well, well Amanda next time you're uh, you're out in Inverurie popping past the showroom definitely and, yeah and, uh, I will show you more about what we do uh, yeah that would be uh, lovely Absolutely. I think it's it's there's so much in there, you know. There's a lot of different things you can see. It's not just blinds and flooring. There's there's other other things that can make the home look great as well. So it's really worth popping in to to have a visit, without a doubt. But Keenan, now you um, you've had a, a touch of experience in the martial arts department, and mm. we know we didn't know this about you until we drew this out of the hat, right, Amanda? <laughs> So, yes, that's um, right. It's like this random yeah. surprise thing. Who knew that you've been and done some martial arts? So tell us about your experience in the martial arts world. Yeah, surely. Um, yeah, so it's a bit of a strange one. I certainly wouldn't say I had masses of experience in the martial arts world, but a uh, long time ago now, um, probably, I think at least 15 years ago, um, me and my mate uh, Gareth, uh, he, he stayed at Huntley now, and he's moved up to Keith now. But um, you know, he was looking to sort of keep a bit of weight off, and I was trying to build up the strength in my legs after after a bit, pretty bad injury to it. And um, he he was talking to me and saying that he'd started going to see Young Do up at the uh, uh, Kemney Church of all of all places. Uh, and I said, "Oh, I'll I'll uh, I'll come along and and see what that's like." Uh, so we stu- stuck it out for for eighteen months. Actually, I think I believe from memory, I think I got to yellow belt, which I think is probably just the second belt. Uh, but no, we st- stuck it out for a while. 
and it was actually great fun. Um, it was uh, it was an all an all ages uh, all ages setup. So there was uh, little ones from as young as six, and there was. Uh, there was uh, uh, pensioner grannies there as well, and everyone was just working to everyone was just working to their own, uh, you know, their own level and their own limit. And I was, I was, I was thankful that uh, that Gareth was there with me because uh, kicking a granny across the room wouldn't have uh, wouldn't have been a good look for me. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think so. You might have had a different experience that you could tell us about after that, if that. <laughs> It depends what level of belt the granny was, though. I mean, she might have been a black belt, so she might have sorted you out, Keen. Good one, Amanda. Good one. Certainly, plenty grannies that have told me off over my time. I can say that. Now, tell me, was that really just fitness, or did you actually learn a skill or two that you feel? I mean, you have an army background as well, so you know that kind of world, but. Did you learn something from being part of that for 18 months that you bring um, bring out with you that's helped you in your life? Yeah, I probably have. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say as such maybe learned, but maybe reinforced things that I already knew would be a good way of putting it. Okay. And that, I think that is, uh, you know, you know the, the simple things that everybody should do and most people manage to do most of the time. Uh, but you know, simple things like uh, having a bit of respect, uh, listening to people, and uh, and also you know a bit of self control as well. I mean, it's it's very easy to you know to have a day when things aren't going right and you get upset and you start looking to blame other people or or whatever. But ultimately, you know, step back, take a breath. You know, point number one: how bad is it really? Point number two: yeah, you can you can moan and great about your you know your customer that won't do things right or you can staff member that that isn't pulling his weight or mm. you know wh whatever your drama is but ultimately i mean the buck stops with you you're the gaffer and uh and i think that you know it was you know probably good for from that point of view as well uh mm. you know just taking a wee bit of self-responsibility mm. uh, rather than trying to push the blame onto other people and other things yeah, uh, that's certainly that's Mm. Certainly, that's something that was uh, definitely reinforced through that. Uh, but I think also, you know, stopping to think. Uh, I I will admit I am not always the best at stopping to think before I plough into something. Or I'll, I'll again, I'll I'll say something without thinking. You know where I'm. You know, you know what was it they say when you open your mouth before you engage your brain? I've mm. certainly done that before. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it uh, definitely encourages you to stop and think, which hopefully limits. Uh, damage. Yes, incidences <laughs> where that where that can yeah. happen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's amazing! It's been really good speaking with you, and you know, we've come to the end of our session, and I feel like I know you a whole lot better than I did before. Even though yeah, we've met before and had one to ones, I just. Mm. We've got a better, you know, shape of you, and it's been wonderful. Yeah, well, yeah. As I said, thank you very much for having us, uh, having me along. Uh, it's been a pleasure, and uh, yeah, absolutely. If you if you're not bored to tears of me already, then uh, certainly <laughs> you can arrange a one to one and uh, and fill in any gaps that you may have. That'd be amazing. It's been really nice to. 
to have the chat with you, Keenan, and just find out a bit more. And as Tess says, you know, just put some more shape to it. Um, and we'll definitely be out to visit you um, out at Geary Blinds, no Brewery. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. So we'll be back with more interviews as we plough through our membership of BNI Energy. But it's been absolutely an amazing. And I think, Amanda, you agree with me in saying we're having a really interesting time. Yeah, we're loving it, aren't we, Tess? Yeah, it's just great. It's just yeah. nice to see people from a different perspective. So we'll let you go and get on with your day as we get ready to interview our next guest. But you'll just have to wait to find out who that is. So stay tuned, join the podcast, and we'll be back in no time at all. Keenan, thanks very much for joining us. And Amanda, it was just amazing to co-host with you again. <laughs> yes, likewise, Tess. Thank you both. Thank you. Thank you very much, ladies. We'll see you later.